Back to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. That's right. We are rolling on, man. I don't know why. We, we're going to have to extend this show to two hours because one hour is not enough. It's not. We, I mean, we're just now getting into the meat and potatoes, and we got one segment left. So I asked you that question just because this is going you know this is going to be news for the next week. For the next week, it's going to be oh, news. Yeah. So did, did they create predators by yes. doing that? I, I think in situations like that, I think two things happen. I think one, you, you like what you said, you create that predatory mindset. And I think, and I don't know what statistically, if it's 50, 50, 20, 80, whatever, but I, I think a big chunk of the guys that go through that are 100% going to perpetuate it moving forward. I think the other thing that happens is you probably have a group of guys that that pushes it way in the opposite direction and, and kind of push back against it and are like, yeah, I, I'm never doing this stuff again. There's probably a there's probably a middle ground group that is sort of like, yeah, I'm not taking part. I'm not going to stop it either, though. I'm just going to keep my mouth shut and we're. But I mean, I, I just. That wouldn't have flew in our locker room, though, Rob. You know that. Oh, that wouldn't man. have flew in our locker room. The, the thing is, though, God, we liked each other. I, I mean, yeah. I like those dudes over on defense. I like the guys lining up in the backfield. I mean, I like the wide receivers. I mean, it's like we we liked each other a lot. And, and I mean, the guys on defense, I mean, I still – I mean, there's still guys on that defense that I keep and I keep in touch with. It, it's not like the team was super divided ideologically across the board here. Um, but if you got a team that's going to line up against, line up with each other and say, like when we went out there on offense, I mean, we were thinking it's like, hey, the defense is busting their ass. We got to we I, last week we talked about accountability. It keeps coming up, so we got to be accountable to those guys on defense. We got to be accountable to those guys we're lining up next to. We got to be account. It's we. I've you want people to be accountable to you, but you you want to be accountable to them as well too. If you've got a culture that it appears like Northwestern has. How are those guys accountable to each other? Wow. Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's like if somebody puts me through that and I get in a situation, I get in a football game, I'm dead tired, I'm hurting, maybe I'm injured. I'm going to, like, if somebody's done that to me, you think I'm going to go out there and be like, yeah, I'm going to be, I'm going to go do this for that guy. Yeah, no, right. screw it. Yeah, screw that guy. Right. Forget him. I, you know what? That effort dial's coming down. You know what? Forget this. Forget this. I'm. I just want to. I just want to get my butt off the field. Let me get my bag lunch going onto the plane, and and let's go home. I got a test next week. I got to study for. Forget these dudes. You know. I, I mean, I'm not trying to brag about the 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 the, the ankle injury and. and Fight, like literally put my foot in a cast so I could go play a football game 
or, or things like what Stye did, where he literally was playing in that Orange Bowl game against Florida State for the national title with an ankle that was still essentially fractured. Wow. He was he was willing to do that because he there was that sense of accountability to everybody else on the team. I put a cast on my foot because there was an accountability to everybody else. I, I that accountability had more power than that injury did to keep you off the field. That's where strength comes from. That's where team comes from. Is that? I mean, if somebody puts me through that. Yeah. When you look at that type of culture where that can exist, do you really think somebody who's injured, somebody who's hurt is going to say, forget it. I'm going to go out there and put it all on the line because I'm going to be accountable to that guy. It's like, hell no. That, that level of accountability cannot exist in that type of culture. At all. Uh -uh. Bruce Moore. Bruce Moore. Bruce Moore. Hell of a D tackle. Yeah, what? Of course, he was like, of course, Bruce was also like 6'9. He was the tallest human being on the planet. Right. Talk to me about Bruce Moore. Bruce Moore is going to be on the show, on the captain show from 10 to 12 Thursday. Oh, good. I love Bruce. So, I mean, I had to butt heads with that guy in practice for a couple of years. Bruce was, a, I think he was a senior when I was a sophomore, which I will say this, like, fifth nicest human being on the planet. Although I kind of say that about everybody except, I don't know, maybe like Christian. Christian was like the, he was like the 117th nicest person on the planet. But um, man, that guy, he was hard. God, that guy was hard to block. We had, we had a handful of, of defensive linemen in that era that it's, I mean, Bruce is one of those guys that would have been a, like a two-year starter at most Power Five programs. And he comes to Nebraska and, and, and like, gets to hang out with guys like, like John Perella. Right. So, um, super tough guy to block. And the reason is, is I mean, I, I cracked the joke about his height. I mean, he was probably a pretty legit 6'7", six, 6'8", six, maybe. Oh, yeah. Um, long arms, long legs, and man, he, he got his hands on you as game over because I'm pretty tall. I'm about six five. I got fairly long arms for even somebody who's six five. Bruce got his hands on you, and I'm trying to reach out and grab him. And it's like he just he just keep at arm's length, scooch down the line, and make the tackle. It's just like, God, I hate that guy. Well, I had to deal with Bruce too at, at that defensive end spot when I was on scout team, so I'm it turned me. <laughs> It's That'd be mean, like coming from like, because you were sort of this almost like this hybrid position where it was sort of the fullback, H back, tight end position. I mean, you kind of had those guys. You had to have the tight ends who could run and move. And I mean, it, it's always you had, you had like the you had the tight end who could run and move, and you had the tight end who was the offensive tackle. Yeah. Like the guy in my class that fit your shoes, that was Eric Alford. He was the guy who yeah. could run, could catch the ball. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like Shaw was, the, Shaw was the blocker. Yeah, exactly. He was the fit. He was the third offensive tackle. Will Washington. Oh, so I, I always felt bad because Will was always like, he goes, man, 
they made me a tight end. He goes, they should have made me an offensive tackle. He goes, like, if I was an offensive tackle, I would have been in the league. But no, yes. they made me a tight end and made me go run, run and catch the ball. <laughs> Stuff offensive linemen. We're, we're, we're listening to Will bitch and moan about that. We're sitting here going like, you realize we all want to be in your shoes right now. <laughs> <laughs> you got Chris Garrett and Will Washington, and we're sitting there going like, uh, yeah, we, we all want to be you guys. We, right. we want to be out there catching the rock and running past patterns. Donnie, 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 Donnie Mitchell. Oh, you know what? Uh, somebody, it was kind of floating around on Twitter this week. I think it's big game boomer. He's an Oklahoma guy, but he does like a lot of general college football stuff. He posted a list of his top 10 athletes of all time. And it's like Jordan, Woods, Ollie, so on and so forth. I would probably argue that in terms of sheer athletic ability, Johnny Mitchell might have been up there with Bo Jackson. Wow. I'm not kidding you. I've heard just, that. He was, oh my God, just mind-blowingly amazing. Uh, the, his problem was, I think it was just a, he came out, so he, that was back, remember the old Prop 48? Yeah. That was back in the era where, and what it was, it was sort of the eligibility rules that you could enroll in school. You could be on the team. You could work out with the team. You just couldn't play. And, and so a number of guys would do that, um, and it was a, it was a stupid rule, dumbest yeah. rule on the planet. I hated it. But guys finally figured out like the, the the loophole to get around it is you just sat out of here. You didn't enroll in school, or you'd enroll but only take minimal class hours. You you'd only take one or two classes. You weren't a full time student. Then you wouldn't burn a year of eligibility. Because if you did a, the Prop 48 year, you'd lose a year of eligibility. Well, and what guys would do is they'd take a couple, of, they'd take some classes, and then they'd just kind of take their time, study up, go take the ACT, eventually pass it. And so that's what that's what guys like Johnny did. That Kevin Raymakers did that. Derek Brown at running back, another freak athlete. Derek Homage. Yeah, exactly. And. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Johnny did that. So he sat out a year. So after his second season at Nebraska, technically he was three years out of high school. And so he could he was eligible for the NFL draft. And so he right. would throw after his sophomore year at Nebraska. So he played as a quote unquote true freshman, true sophomore, went pro. There was sort of a gap year in there that he took as that loophole around prop 48. And it was the smartest thing ever. But it's it was just he just didn't have enough experience yeah. he just needed he needed another year. he just needed another year hanging out with dudes and doing the college thing and he got to the nfl and i think he just got like getting out there and all of a sudden it's like wait holy i, I gotta get an apartment for myself and i gotta pay bills and pay taxes and all this stuff and it just but yeah Oh my God! Might have been the well, the best athlete I've ever. Could, met. could you imagine, Rob? We got to get ready to get out of here. But could you imagine him on that nineteen ninety three team? Because he would have been there for ninety three if he had stayed. But, Although but, I will say this, we had Tremaine Bell. Yeah, Bill Armstrong. 
Dude, you had Gary oh, with the Blanca flash. Yes. Dude, I mean, Tremaine, you, you got the ball within. Tremaine was one of those guys. You got the ball within like seven feet of him. He was going to catch it. Yeah. And, That's why we brought him three. Yeah, and, and Armstrong. Armstrong was one of those guys. He'd Like every year he'd catch like seven passes, and five of them would be for touchdowns. Just the sneaky, just the yeah. legend, man. Well, listen, man, July 22nd. North Fork, Nebraska, the pipeline, the original pipeline, will be given. Or Horse Event Center. You think that these stories are going good. You don't, You ain't seen nothing. This is all we're doing is telling stories. We'll take questions. We'll tell stories. All right, Rob, give us something before you go. Talk to him a little bit. Give, him, give me 30 seconds of Robisms to, for oh. the people to live by. Here, Here's my Robism. I, I, I think – I'm going to go back to the Northwestern thing. I'm going to go back to the Nebraska thing because it's it's kind of something that it is. You're right. It's going to be in the news for the next couple of days. If you're a Nebraska fan, be happy with where the culture's at because it's there's always been that aspect here where you just there's some stuff you don't do because it's not the right thing to do. And I've always appreciated that about this place. And that's something I've always loved about it. Listen, there, there you go. Appreciate you, Big Rob. Exactly. Hey, good to talk with you again. We'll, we'll, we're going to be hanging out in person here in a couple weeks, buddy. Yeah, well, I'll see you next Monday. Can we? we gonna well, try to yeah, that's up. true. Yeah. Hey, I'm, hey, I'm kidnapping you, Rob. Hey. I'm, I'm still pretty big. Hey, I know, but, but. I'm like a svelte 280. You're going to need a pretty big trunk to get me in. We're in Nebraska, and they're still Kansas. There you go, 100%. (laughs) See you next week.